welcome to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Where, <laughs> where uh, two or three of us, or maybe four, drink mm-hmm. a beer, talk about a video game, and recommend something. Every week. Every week. <laughs> Hosted by some former world record setting video gamers. And today we have a special guest. Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm so glad that I get to be here today. <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us. I am Ginger. And my name is Willie. Oh, do you have oh. a special, like, AKA to say? My name is Willie, and I'm full of unscripted spontaneity. As he reads it from the script. <laughs> <laughs> that means we don't write anything ahead of time. We just make it up as we go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, what are we going to be drinking? Today, we're going to review Cherry Chuckle from Vandermill Ciders. It's nice. brewed for, it's the official beverage of Laugh Fest. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of it. Okay. Feel free. I'll open it. I'll nice open it. Crack. Cherry Chuckle. That all makes sense. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Vandermill is usually pretty high in sugar. There you go. Thank you. Let me try it. It smells cherry. Wow, that's, that's very tart. Tart cherry. Yes. Very tart cherry. Pretty good. It is it's good. It's a lot of apple, too. Nice and refreshing. Oh, yeah. I, I think... It's really sweet. Kind of dry. Need, they need to make this a regular one because I'd actually buy it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I would say, my favorite Vandermill that I've All had. How sugars are in there again? It doesn't say sugar. I'm oh. looking it for it. Taste it. Much. No, it, it does taste dry. There's dry. two ingredients: it's fermented apples and cherry juice. Yeah, yum. I like it. I'll give it a four out of five. <clears throat> I'm I giving agree. a four seven five. Yep, I like it a lot. <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I said, it's the best Vandermill I've had in a very long time. All right, well, you can drink the rest of that then, because I've got a few other beers. I'm also <laughs> drinking a uh, grapefruit IPA from Perrin. That's really good. They just started putting on their six-packs that they use one grapefruit in each can. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I miss that beer. It's really juicy, a little bit hoppy. Mm-hmm. Perfect for summer. Yeah. I am drinking a Dragon's Milk White Bourbon mm-hmm. Barrel-Aged White Stout. It's, it's really good. A white stout. Yeah, I've had that. I have had it. I mean, on, on the podcast, this is its second mm-hmm. showing on the oh. podcast. What do you rate that one, Jamie? I would say on what five? Yep. I think I gave it like a three, three and a half, or three point seven five. I'd rate it a three. Yeah. This pear and grapefruit, I'll give four and a quarter out of five. I used to have the pear and grapefruit, and I would agree with Willie. Yep, it's really good. I haven't really checked juicy. to see if I could have that one yet, so I don't know. But I love regular dragon's milk, mm-hmm. and yeah, I can so still have that one. So this is just like a lighter version. Okay. Yeah. So maybe they just stouted out something. I don't yeah, know. I wonder what they used to make a white stout. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have to call them. Because yeah. they were really good at actually answering. Thank you, New Holland Brewing Company, for being so well at answering for your ingredients in your beers. Yeah. Okay. They were really good. 
You're like, and if you ever have any other questions, just call us. Right. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second. And now it's time for real life XP. T-M-C-R. So, Ginger. want me to go first? Yeah, how'd you get real life experience points? So, unfortunately, a local Italian supermarket is going out of business, and I can find a wine really easily there. So, I went there today, and they have four bottles left, and I bought them all. And the lady looked sad when I showed her that these were the last four, and I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but... This place, Russo's, here in Grand Rapids, after, uh, like, about 114, 115 years, they're closing. They specialize in stuff from Italy? Yes. Like, meats, cheeses, wines. They have other stuff there as well, um, but a lot of, like, Italian food. Whenever I walked in there, I wanted Italian food, like, instantly. Uh Uh-huh. It wasn't as strong as it was. If you've never been to Tuscany, you simply must go. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Miles of Grey said that. Miles. Only a million times. So many. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie, yeah. Jamie's like, oh my god, (laughs) this place. I want some Italian, you know, Mm -hmm. Irish. Yes. So, went there, bought out these, Mm -hmm. bought out the wine. Now I'm going to have to find some place to order this wine because it's the best Moscato. I know a lot of people don't like Moscatos, but this one is a really good one. But that's because they drink the bad cheap ones. Mm, yes. Not the good cheap ones. Uh, this <laughs> isn't. It, it's cheap on a wine spectrum yep. because some shit oh, yeah. is ridiculous. If it's under twenty bucks a bottle, then it's cheap for yeah. wine. Yeah. Sure. Um, this one is fourteen ninety nine. Oh, okay, perfect. I like so, around that much. So it's it's. Kind of expensive because you can chug this. <laughs> I love this one. Like, this wine is so good. Yeah? I know you've had it before, and you're like, yeah, that's good for Moscato. Right. Not too sweet. It's not too sweet, yet it's bubbly. So, I it, like, like it, it, it has a nice bubble, and it's from a very small Italian winery. And I know your aunt, who has been to Italy, like, I don't know how many times, was... Had never I, heard of it. She had never heard of it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, where is this? I don't believe it's in Italy. <laughs> and it was, and I was like, oh, yeah, Lori, go get yourself some Vietti, girl. <laughs> so, how many did you get for that? I'm going to say 65, because that's how much I spent on the wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 65 XP. Jamie, how did you get some real-life XP? Let's see. <laughs> well, for starters, no matter what, I'm a mail carrier, and every day I am avoiding some kind of accident. People <laughs> are the worst drivers. <laughs> the worst. Just the other oh, day, yeah. I went to lunch with my sister after work because there's some shit going down at work and uh, we had to talk about it or whatever so we went to the local kfc got me a chicken sandwich i'm getting ready to pull Ooh, did out you get one of those cheetos chicken sandwiches no oh, i wanted to try one of those but i don't go out to eat so. they had really good potato wedges i threw most of the sandwich away because it was very good <laughs> but uh so in the parking lot yeah and i'm looking at all my mirrors you know being a normal person that drives the road <laughs> And that person behind me is backing up like mad. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm backing up too, but I have to watch for him, you know, because otherwise there would have been an accident. Yeah. I'm always aware. 
So I prevented an accident. I get a million fucking points for that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Ginger just talked to somebody who moved here from Chicago, and she said people drive even worse here than in Chicago. Yeah, and I, is I hate fucking driving in, LA. in Chicago. Yeah, city, Chicago is bad. Compared to Chicago. Yeah, Chicago is bad, but she's like, I got in three accidents in the last two months that I've been here from Chicago. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, man, and accidents are so stressful. Like, it's, And it's uh-huh. bad here oh. because our insurance is already fucking outrageous yes. here in Michigan. Well, they just Bullshit. changed a bunch of Stuff. And we're going to be paying more after October 1st, I saw, which is oh, I fucking <laughs> great. Remember this when we elect our yeah. officials, because those motherfuckers are getting paid by car insurance companies. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. Well, she love all of them. I got XP this week. <laughs> XP, that's right. Wow. Um, it, goes, it was kind of a coincidence. <laughs> I was pulling out uh, my DS light. To plug it in and charge that up. I haven't played my DS in years. Yeah, it has been years. Yeah. It still turned on after sitting for years. (laughs) I had to reset the time and my name and everything. But I plugged it in to charge it. And so I started playing Game Boy Advance games on the DS again. And the very next day, the guest on the Daily Zeitgeist said her underrated was the original Nintendo DS. (laughs) I said, whoa, I turned mine on just in time. (laughs) Yeah, it is a fun I just system. I plugged in my Excel to like play a game for the podcast. Yep. So for charging my DS, I think I get ten points per screen, so twenty XP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds fair. Yeah, Even though sure. I've only used one of them so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's uh-huh. gonna be the game we're talking about today, right? Yeah, it will. Cool. You'll hear about it soon enough. After the sponsor or whatever plug or something? Oh, yeah, after this commercial from Anchor. <laughs> we'll be back in two minutes. Hey, Ginger. Yeah. What game you play? Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> Another Final Fantasy RPG I'm talking about. Is that a game? Yes. Okay, came after seven. Correct. I know my Final Fantasies. <laughs> what year was it? <laughs> 99! I actually looked it up. It came out September 9th, 1999. So, it's pretty old. It's for the PlayStation, PlayStation. 1. PlayStation. The very first one. And, uh, like all other RPGs, you have a group of people who are saving the world. From an evil force? Godlike corporation? Yes. One this time, it isn't... Uh, I don't... It's not a godlike corporation. It's more or less basically a sorceress who took over, like, a lady and used her as a puppet to, like, pretty much terrorize everyone. What kind of sorceress? What does she look like? Um, she's, like, has this long black dress on, this elaborate, like, big, like, shoulder thing that looks like gold, and she, like, is really pale. Ooh. Um, the but normal she kind of looks lethargic, um, but, yeah. Kind of the normal yeah. Final Fantasy, fancy, artistic Yeah, fancy design. artistic design for the sorceress. Is all long and beautiful? I think it's long, but she mainly has it up, because if she had it down, it would get in her elaborate sure. thing. No, it's long, but 
Sweet. It's been a while since I've played through the entire game, but from previous Final Fantasy games, this one had a couple new things, and plus the graphics from 7 to 8 were, like, insanely, like, different. Um, they're both on the same system, right? They're both on the same but the system, but the better? graphics are way better. Especially how, many, how many discs? Was the three. Okay. <laughs> same as same as the other, right. yeah. Three discs, <laughs> which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, they still didn't get away from that yet. <laughs> so the uh, this one had three discs, and you're basically this guy, um, the main character that you start with is this guy with a gun sword, Squall, and you're going to take the seed exam, which is like just this kind of government program type of like, I don't know. 3% test? (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Like a government force. Like what year are we talking here? What, like, like futuristic? Or it like, seems like kind of futuristic, but I mean, honestly, they don't really give any like. It's a Final Fantasy timeline. It's so, kind of like Star Wars timeline, a long time ago in a magical world far, far away. Or maybe futuristic. I don't know. So they all are kind of random, really. Um, this one definitely is more futuristic because eventually the gardens are, like, basically the school where you take your seed exam and become, like, whatever government thing. It's, it's got more technology and than yeah. the other ones mixed in with the magic. Yeah. It seems kind of futury, but then there's still, like, magic and fighting. <laughs> yeah. So... You have to go and take your seed exam in the beginning. You have to go fight Ifri. You already have a couple um, He's a summon, summon spells. Isn't he? Yes, you have to fight some summon spells in this one to get them. Um, you eventually have, I think, like six people in your team, which only three per like fighting group. It's like your basic turn-based. Uh, RPG, three, and then your enemies. Um, So you pick the three out of the six that you want to use to fight? Eventually when you get them. Um, In this one, there's a cool card game that stands out and is like a really... It's it's a huge mini-game throughout the entire game. You can press square on your PlayStation controller to play random people, and you can actually take a card when you win. Depending on the rules. Oh, gambling. Like magic used to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, that's basically why a lot of people really love this game, is because of the card game. Then you which can build, it takes some skill. And you can build up your deck, and can you edit your deck and add gooder cards? Or? Yes. Gooder? Yeah. More better. <laughs> more better gooder cards. The best or gooder ones. The best or gooder ones. <laughs> So, yeah, that that's the, like, part in the game that kind of takes, like, I don't know, away from the other mundane parts of the game that could yeah. be. But you have your, yeah, <laughs> you can have it getting better, betterer. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII is a really, really great Final Fantasy game for 
you're wanting to like grind through level grind. Um, Does it have like the same classes as the earlier Final Fantasies, or are they different? Does it have like white mage, black mage? It, it kind of does. Yeah. Um, it has your characters that are better at that, but or is it more like a skill tree where you decide what you want? Each I believe character it's to a learn? skill tree. Can I look at my pocket computer uh-huh. to see? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because when I was looking at the Wikipedia, it didn't really say too much about that. Like, yeah. it, it just had a lot of talk about, like, the resistance and, like... Is there, like, placing materia on a tree? There's no materia. No. I mean, you're no. quite the fan. You have a tattoo on your back. It's just... It's so. just Final Just Fantasy. experience points and... Like, weapon-based abilities? Yeah, or? that's what it seems like. And you just kind of get them. It's been a long time since I've played this one. So, I mean, they say martial artist is Zell, and he fights with his hands. Alright, so um, it's character and experience-based. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a long time since I played it, but it is a pretty sweet game. Yeah. I did start it back up on my PlayStation TV, and I had to update that. And then it was kind of funny when I was playing this digital copy. It was skipping like an original disc game. <laughs> Guys, yeah. it was so cute. Uh, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? A little nostalgia there. Like, ah, is your game scratched? <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we'll come back with a little bit of update after you play it more and add a little yeah. extra segment um, in, in a week or two. It's it's been a little bit since I've played. I just kind of restarted it again, but it is a fun game. Mm-hmm. I restarted it like five or six times because I kept losing my cards. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> as long as it has uh, Cactars and Sid, then it's Final Sid Fantasy Sid is game. the headmaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in every game, so are Biggs and Wedge. <laughs> Biggs so, and Wedge? Biggs like a cat? They're usually person. like fighters. Oh. Yeah, I'm thinking some of kind of else. enemy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Final Fantasy 8. Play it. Download it. Let it glitch. Let it glitch (laughs) and, like, skip like it's an old disc game. If you like the RPGs. Yep, it's a good one. Play the FF8. (laughs) FF8. So, before we do the next game discussion, not really game review, (laughs) we talk about them, but we don't review them. (laughs) We're going to do another beer review, though, from Oddside. I have another fruit sickle. Strawberry banana fruit sickle beer. Yeah. I miss those so much. Perfect for summer. Have you had one of the other ones? No. They have like 20 or 30 different fruit sickle combinations. Whoa. Yes. They're all really good. Working for the Post, last (laughs) year we had um, these fruit sickle stamps and they were scratch and snips. I bought some and every time I would find one I'd scratch and snip it. Ooh, this one's really good. I, I never had a, I don't think I've ever had a good banana beer before, but Strawberry this banana. awesome, awesome banana flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Not banana. like Belgian banana, but right. it's, it's like banana extract. Banana. Yeah. It's not muddled down. It doesn't taste like you're chewing up a mush of banana. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, It does kind of, it tastes like natural banana flavor. Right. Yep. With a little bit of strawberry. I really like this one. I'll give this 4.75 out of 5. 
I'm not much of a fruity person. The banana is good, though. That's really surprising me. So I'll probably give it, like, a four. All right. Nice. Oh. That's pretty high for you and Fruity. Have, yeah. You like the stouts. Yes. And the IPAs. Yeah. Doubles. All the above. <laughs> I miss so, so many of those. All right. So, Jamie, what game do you play? I am going to talk about Mario Galaxy. <laughs> yes. Good I love game. that game so much. I mean, uh-huh. if you are a Mario player, you know over time, like... It went from 2D to now 3D, and he could do, like, backflips and stuff, and now all this outer space, there's, like, gravity not involved. Yeah, so this is on the Wii, right? Yes. Yeah. On the Wii. Such a good game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it blew my mind. It's so Uh sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So, I know you like space and stuff. I also like space, but what would be, like, your kind of favorite part of the game like what what area did you really like the most to like go and play around in um how would you describe a stage if normal mario is just left to right side scrolling right what's like a normal level in galaxy a normal level in Galaxy, well, you start out, like, on the main base, obviously, but then you always have to, like, grab something to be able to get to the next step, or, like, the world just changes because you're running all around, you know? Yep. You're Instead jumping from stuff, and it disappears. It's just sweet. You play uh, on, like, tiny planets, so you're on, yes. like, a sphere, and you yep. can run all the way around, and there's asteroids. like, the moon planet. <laughs> yep, and you grab stuff. Feeding the stars. I liked feeding the little stars until they, like, blow up and then you can go to another galaxy. Or they turn into the stargates where you shake it and then they shoot you. Right. Yes. And who's, like, the princess? Because she knows, like, the main princess, Rosalind. And what is she, like, her sister? Supposedly, that is Mario and Peach's daughter. Oh. That's, like, rumored to be... Mario and Peach's daughter is Rosaline. Sweet. And this is, like, her... There's been lots of people saying in this game, like, Mario is actually a ghost, like, helping his daughter Mm -hmm. or something. I've seen that before, Uh like, reading about this. Mm -hmm. Which, I could see Rosaline as Mario and Peach's daughter. Well, she has blonde hair. So does she, doesn't she? Doesn't she have, like... Brunette hair? No, no, you're thinking of uh, Pauline. Yeah, that's Pauline. Oops. Yes, Peach has blonde <laughs> hair. <laughs> um, not old Donkey Kong. Not old Donkey Kong. Uh, Peach is blonde. Yeah. But um, huh. I like that character with the like, little star. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful, too. I mean, the little stars, you have to use them to power up and shoot stuff. And there's, like, so many secrets in this game. I've been trying to get, like, all the secrets, you know? Because yeah. what, what do you got to get? Stars, right? You have to get the stars, yes. Shines? Shinies? Yeah, shiny stars. Like to find certain ones. To fuel your space station. To right. go get Peach. Yeah. And then there's those, like, question mark worlds, too, or whatever. Yes. Mystery ones. Those are the ones where you run on platforms that like flip over and disappear. Yes. Oh, the challenge levels. Yeah. Then after you beat the game, you can play as Luigi. Yeah. And he's slippery. I was just reading about that. 
Because I was harder. like, I want to find all the secret yeah. shit, you know? So I was all searching around. Luigi is harder. He, yeah, like, that's what slips. I yeah. Yeah. Like, Mario just stops. Mm-hmm. Luigi kind of slides a little bit. He's like you're playing on ice the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, but you have to, like, time stuff right, too. Because don't, like, those question mark ones move around? And so, like, in order to get to the, like, secret part of that level, you have to time it right or something, right? I think some of them some do. Some of them, yes. Move from, That's what I'm kind of like, galaxy on, to galaxy. Right mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, oh, you know, a little alert. It's over here <laughs> at this planet. Uh-huh. Yes. over here. Okay. Yes. I like some of the oh double gosh. layer planets. Like, yeah. I remember one that's shaped like a pill, and you can run around inside, and, like, the outside of the planet is mm-hmm. glass. Yes. And so you, cool. you gotta do like part of the maze is inside the planet, and yeah. then part of the maze is outside the planet. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. That was so sweet. So it's just gravity based. You can run all the way around the shape, whatever shape the level is. Right. And if that shape is close enough to another shape, you can jump off of one, and mm-hmm. the gravity from the, the gravity other one will attack you. you and pull you up to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like being able to play two players in that, and the second player can hold the enemy or shoot a star at them. Starbits. No. no. Oh. You can just have two player and one is like... Um, assistant. Assistant. Like, oh. when you're playing by yourself, you have to point, you know, to yeah. the stars with your Wii uh, controller. The second player can do that and hold uh-huh. some of the enemies as well. They can hold the mushroom cool. still. Yes. So that, or the turtle or whatever enemy so that they can't come get you. Like, so, I'm holding them here. Go jump on them. Yep. Right. We, we mm-hmm. used to do that in some of the harder levels because it was like, if that was held for a little bit, I can make it. Right. Yeah. I was so, going to say, like, I love all the Bowser levels, too, you <laughs> Oh, know? yeah, they're so cool. Yeah, that's where they use, like, the most gravity interchangeable stuff. And doesn't so. he go in a shell and, like, come at you? Like, and it looks really cool and on that In the boss one. fights. In the yeah. boss fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, pro tip. If you don't know if that little, like, second player can hold it. Yeah. I'd somebody to help you. Yes. If you need it. It's so awesome. Like, <laughs> it's helpful. Because um, I don't think you could really do that playing one player. Mm-hmm. So I think Definitely Jamie not. recommends this game. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think we too. all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else you have to say about it? Um, no, I mean, it's just so beautiful, too. All the colors and everything else. It's just sweet. Overall, well done. Yeah. Yeah, for them to come out of the 2D, just side-scrolling platformer. Yes. I think that was the... It's a cool evolution of Mario 64. Right. Yes. Which was the start of the 3D. Yes. That's exactly what I thought the other day. I'm like, man, that's when... You can do the three jump as well. Three jump, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good. It went from Mario 64 to Mario Sunshine to Mario Galaxy in the 3D realm. And then Mario 3D Land, I believe, is the newer 3D Mario. Something like that. Sweet. Lots more Marios to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So good. Mario Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Yeah. (laughs) Willie, what game you play? (laughs) I played WarioWare Twisted for Game Boy Advance. That's a good one. Uh Uh-huh. It was the second Game Boy Advance WarioWare game. The game series that invented micro games. Yeah, a ton of micro games. Cool. I think there's about 200 
micro games in there. And so it, you just play these random little things. You get a one word prompt, like shoot or pick or align or flip. And then you got three seconds to do what it tells you to. And WarioWare Twisted is unique because there's a sensor built in the cartridge that sticks up above the Game Boy, or if you're playing it on a DS, it sticks down below the bottom. And it's got a sensor that can tell when you rotate the system. It's oh, right. really actually big. I know it the people of, in podcast land can't see it, but... It kind of looks like one of those N64 things you could stick in for, what did it do, vibrate more? Yeah, the, the vibration pack, yeah. the 64 controller. Yeah, it does kind of look like, like that. that. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's a, cartoony, there's a cartoony cast of Wario and then a bunch of characters that they made up for the series. There's the ninjas, Cat and Anna. There's Mona, the pizza delivery girl. Yep. So when that word comes across, do you, like, push a certain, or do what it says, and then you get to go to the mini-game? Um, it goes the automatically. Is. Like, um, yeah. there's, each different character has a screen, like, it'll be, like, the taxi cab, or a bunch of guys standing at Nintendo controllers, and you got four lives. When you play in story mode, you got four lives, and a random minigame will pop up in the category. This game starts out with games where you only rotate it. Oh, okay. And then there's a section where there's games where you only press the button, and you don't have to rotate it. That's Mona. Then there's uh, Dribble, the taxi cat driving bulldog. Mm-hmm. His, you have to rotate and press the button. Sweet. Okay. And then, then it'll combine certain parts of it. And then at the end, there's the towers where it combines all the games. And you get three seconds to do the game, and then you get maybe one second before the next game starts. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's quick. And they get... Right. But it's fun. The three seconds get faster and faster. They slowly speed up. And each micro game has three different levels. So like, say, on the... Say you're a, one game is where you're a frog, and you have to eat a bug. And so on level one, you have to turn so he's facing a frog... You press the button and he eats it. Then after you go go through a boss level, you have to eat two bugs. So you got to eat one bug and then another bug within the three seconds. And then on the third level, the seconds are probably double speed, so you got a second and a half. And then you got to go eat mm-hmm. three bugs in the second and a half. Mm-hmm. But they're fun. It's engaging. Yes. <laughs> you do need hand-eye coordination for most WarioWare games, but when you, like... All of them are pretty much just a bunch of mini games like that. Just like, quick figure out. Wario messed with like the Mario world and made right. a crazy game. Like press the button at the right time to pick a nose or yep. pick something <laughs> out of your teeth or yeah, flip a pancake and then catch it in a pan mm-hmm. or get <laughs> so on a Ferris wheel. Really weird and random. Random games. The story mode graphics are really cartoony, mm-hmm. but then the games are all completely random. Some of them will, like the art style, some will be like a pencil sketch, oh, okay. some will be like as photorealistic as you could get on a Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cool. Yeah. And then there's also a bunch of like mini games that aren't micro games. Where you take, they take like one of those games and expand on it. Like there's one called Stabs in the Dark. And you're a shadow samurai. And you can block left and right. And you've got to attack other samurais coming at you. And so you just attack samurais as far as you can go. Right. That's funny. 
I haven't played it in a while. I think since you first had gotten it. There's, yeah, there's one that's like Excite Bike, where you awesome. tip it to control how the bike lands, and you get coins, and you go through one course and get as many coins as you can. <laughs> the best is one awesome. is the little birdie called Pioro. And oh, he eats bugs? Yep. He's bird. like a little bird with a big, long frog tongue. And in this one, you aim by tilting it, and you eat the bugs as they're coming at you. The number of bugs that you eat per, per like, tongue click is multiplied by 10. So if you eat just one bug, you get 10 points. If you go in the middle of a big cloud of bugs and eat 10, you can get up to 100 points per bug. Awesome. And it's kind of like um, Missile Defender, where you have four flowers. I haven't There's four... Missile Defense. Mm-hmm. That's that's an old trackball Atari game. Okay. But in this one, their bugs are coming for your four flowers, and you mm-hmm. have to defend your four flowers from the bugs. <laughs> yeah. And their color, when they get hit by a bug, they turn black and white, and the game's over when you lose all the bugs. Right. When you lose your flowers? Flowers, yeah. No, when bugs. the bugs get your flowers. say You're supposed uh-huh. to eat the bugs. Yeah. That makes sense. There's little flies that you can just swallow. There's like big blue and green glow bugs you got hit with your tongue and then shake it back and forth <laughs> to get them to blow up. Um, and then there's other bugs that you're not supposed to eat that stun you for a it, minute. Does it use the mic on this one? No, no microphone. Okay. Because I know one of them does, doesn't it? One yeah, of the Wario one of the WarioWare games does, but yeah, not twisted. One. Not twisted? Okay. I think that might be touched. Uh, yeah. Which we'll have to talk sense. about on another episode. Yes. So you would recommend this game, huh? I would. There's also doodads and toys do that you can unlock. Toys? What do those do? Lots of them do nothing. Like, you just get a kaleidoscope, mm-hmm. and you just turn it, and it makes pretty patterns. Mm-hmm. And there's a That'd bunch of different pretty. kaleidoscopes with different colors. Nice. Some of them are just, like, Japanese fans. You turn it, and it just opens up the fan. Some are like those rope climbing toys, you know, where you oh, like, yes. pull those ropes, and there's all the different characters that are turned into rope climbing toys. Oh, that's funny. Some of them are like tools, like a metronome or protractors, will tell <laughs> you how much you rotate it. Oh, yeah. You were showing that actually in the angle. Uh huh. The right. angle one. Before we started. <laughs> and there's other like funny, pointless toys, like one is a lie detector. <laughs> where you hold L and R, and you hold it as still as possible while somebody asks you questions. And if you move, then the line meter goes up. And if you start shaking, then it says, think, says you're lying. <laughs> 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 There's a love tester where each person holds the shoulder button. Uh-huh. And then it tells you to let go at the same time and says how compatible oh. you are. <laughs> and then maps your relationship for the next ten years based on how you let oh, go. based on how you let go. Yep. <laughs> At the same time. And probably how steady you hold it together. <laughs> but what if you're just, like, to mess with each other and, like, shake it all up and it tells you that it's not good? Then it tells oh, you that you're getting divorced. Oh, yeah. Mine's real shaky. That's funny. That's, that's really funny to have silly stuff like that in a game. Yeah, right. lots of non-game stuff that you can just play Nonsense. with. Nonsense. Uh-huh. That's good. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I recommend it. If you like little quick gaming sessions, going for high scores, playing with friends. 
Mario. Mario, where twisted? Yeah. Get out your Game Boy Advance, your DS, whatever plays GBA games. <laughs> Just don't pr- try and play this one in the uh, GameCube Game Boy Advance adapter uh, on your TV. That wouldn't work very good. You'd have to hold no. your GameCube in the air with <laughs> one hand and have your other hand on the controller with the A button. Yeah. So nice. yeah, don't play don't play that on your TV. No. Play it on your handhelds. Oh my gosh, really? I can't believe you even said that. <laughs> Recommendations. What do you got to recommend today? I am going to recommend getting local art from local artists in your area. Um, if it strikes your fancy and you need something for your wall or even like jewelry, like. Etsy is a really good way of yeah, like finding local, local art. Local, yeah, I love if that. it's like, just small independent artists, artists. Yeah. small artists. Um, I was really, really. Uh, I'm so glad that you finished that painting. I cannot wait to hang it up. Um, I finally have some art from my best friend finally. to hang up. <laughs> it's okay. One of these days, I have to actually like, pay you, commission you for something. Uh, yeah. Don't go to the with mall beer. and buy something. No, Find something don't. at a farmer's market. Find something, farmer's market. Etsy. Something local. Yes. And if you... Thank you and beer. <laughs> or find Jamie and pay her in beer for yeah. some art. <laughs> Only if you're her friend. So, yeah. haha, people. Right. Pay her money otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So, just find some local art. Whether, I mean, even, like, handmade clothing from, like, a small... Small business. I know I've ordered some amazing harem pants from Morocco. Um, I've ordered Will some as well. And it's Ama and her daughter making this, and it's amazing. Jamie is a great artist. Do you have, like, a website or Etsy or email I address? I all the time. Yeah. Do you have an Etsy? Do you Etsy want to plug your, your Etsy? Own? No, I don't. You don't I'm do pretty Etsy. old school, okay. yeah. I just like <laughs> word of mouth. You need something, that type of thing. Well, if anybody listening wants some art from Jamie, send us an email. Yeah, send we'll us get an you email. I am us on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, my friends are real popular here with the World Wide Web. So I'm sure you up no we'll, get, we'll give you that info a little bit later. <laughs> Jamie, what's your recommendation? Um, my recommendation is to, we live on the river. I mean, we are pretty In a van? Down by the river? (laughs) No, we built our own house with our two hands for years and years. We're still building. But, uh, we just put this dock in down Mm -hmm. by the river, and, uh, it's an old pontoon. It was a great idea. My husband came up with it. And so we put that, like, what's that decking called? <laughs> Some kind of flooring? Well, the it's like water gallery is It's not quiet. like wood, you know? It's like a little PVC type okay. or something. It's recycled. They okay. built it, whatever, you know. It was it's floating on a pontoon so the river can rise and fall and it'll yes. be okay. Yep, we put Whoops. it right in there with some stakes. We even got a little, like, ramp up to it. 
And we just started enjoying it. Man, it is so nice. We will like, have to come up. We just to go the down river. there to relax. Mm-hmm. It's super sweet. Because you were saying the river was so high this year that you couldn't go to the place that we usually chill, right? Right. It took a while to get down there. Like, I just went down July 4th, so that's late for this year. Wow. Right. That is so, late. Yeah. We got the little beach. I put up a million trespassing signs. Another thing. If you go mm-hmm. on the river, Please pick up after yourself. Like, don't be yeah. a douche and trespass. Don't pollute or trespass. You know, rip down people's signs that say no trespassing, <laughs> and they leave cigarette butts everywhere. Ugh. I don't know. Respect the earth. Come yes. on, people. That, like, is yeah. a continuation, I believe, of last week's episode or the week before when I said, go enjoy nature, but don't be a douche and pollute and pick up after yourself. That was, yeah. like, when we were out. Um, camping, I found a fucking plastic bottle, like, purposely thrown into, like, under the big ferns, and I brought that shit out and threw it away. If nice. you're gonna smoke cigarettes with butts, you know, at least be like Dallas yes. and put that shit in your pocket when you're done. Yeah. Or, like, your them. empty, or your right. empty, like, yeah. cigarette, or your empty bottle, or something. Pack in, pack out. Because people, yes, plastic is very bad, but what's even worse is cigarette butts. Yeah. People, oh, fucking everywhere. I hate that, that shit. The birds get the nicotine in their nests when they use it for their nesting, and that poisons their babies. Yeah. yeah. That's gross. Good recommendation. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll have we'll to come have up soon. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to recommend a podcast, as usual. Oh, you found another one to recommend, I'm huh? going to recommend Tunnel's podcast. It's a cool fictional scripted story, um, and it's it's kind of like a podcast about a guy making a podcast about <laughs> in the in the town that he lives, a small town. There's a bunch of underground tunnels, and they used to use one as a school crossing so the kids could go under it. That's mm-hmm. how it kind of starts out. But the tunnel collapsed one day, and the kid disappeared, and so yeah. It's, <laughs> It's comprised of, like, phone interviews and in-person interviews all stitched together, and they often talk about, like, some of the characters will listen to the podcast and people tell them to stop making the podcast and mm-hmm. getting into shit they shouldn't be learning. Mm-hmm. And there's these, like, monster... The truth is out there. There's these, <laughs> yep, monster creatures that live underground in the tunnels. They're, like, not naturally formed caves. Something dug them out. There's no, like, supporting beams or anything. There's a, uh... A woman who killed her husband and burned down the house ended up in a mental institution and started like a cult where they worship fire in the institution and they broke out and burned down the institution. There's another, there's another cult that she went and joined living underground. So yeah, at least a couple of cults. Crazy. Monsters Underground. It's a good story podcast. It's kind of, yeah, it's like, an oh, episode of the X Files stretched out right. over three seasons of podcasts so far. Mm-hmm. I think they're about to come out with season four too nice. soon. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I've I've been enjoying listening to it. Yeah. Tunnels. It's really good. Nice. The underground creatures are called breaks. Oh, right. yeah. I remember most tremors. Mm-hmm. From the <laughs> from their logo, it looks kind of like. Giant brown underground praying mantises. Almost. Yeah. Digging praying mantises. I don't know yeah. if I am subscribed to them, but I listen yeah. to them usually with you. 
but I should still subscribe. Yep, I gotta have you. I listen to like half the season <laughs> without ya. <laughs> Wait for me. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, that's Just my recommendation. Tunnels Podcast. <laughs> it's fine. We'll call you Captain Crinkle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us, Jamie. Yeah, thank yeah, no you. Thanks it was for having me. It was yeah. very fun. Nice to have another voice on our podcast. I'm from the Great North, by the way, not <laughs> Grand Rapids and all, being this is called. Yeah. Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Yeah. Play Video Games. That's Send fun. us an email at games at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Find us on Instagram at... Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Find me on Twitter at grand Thanks. underscore video. Mm-hmm. Click the link below to send us a voice message on Anchor. And if you are interested in being a patron, we still have some t-shirts for our first patrons at the $6 level. Yep. Nice. So, I mean, if you feel like supporting us, cool. Please do. Yep. I need to change the lower Patreon level still. Yeah. But, yeah, so far $2 gets you all the bonus episodes. Nice crack. Come on, finish that crack. <laughs> Cracking another dragon's milk white. <laughs> so, um, thanks to Inadequacy as for well the for music. the theme music. Yeah. It's very good. You can find that on our Patreon as well, since you yeah. can't find it anywhere else. Yep. I will post I'll post another song this month for patrons yeah. from that album that no one has heard yet on this podcast. <laughs> No one has heard it unless they were back into nerdcore. Now. Now. dot com. Man, that was back some good ten shit. years ago. <laughs> good nerdcore rap, man. Yeah. Another recommendation. So yeah. that's and, yeah. That's it. Leave us a voice ma- message on Anchor if you'd like to. We could put it on the next episode if you wouldn't mind. We yep. got Captain Crackle in the background there. Like Paula Poundstone. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> That's the show. The la- the only last shout out is uh, anchor.com for hosting and making making a podcast easy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you, right. listeners. Adios, See you everybody. Us. See you next yeah. week. Hear you next week. Hear we us next week. We won't week. hear them. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, this is Featured Creatures. We're a podcast about cryptids and other monsters like Tengu, Boromets, Kiki Aoun, Owlman, Bat Squatch, Hippos, Organism 46B, and more hippos. We do talk a lot about hippos. You can find us on any podcatcher, iTunes, or Spotify. And remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist.